There's a place for... Is that from this movie? No, West Side Story. Sorry. T-U-R-T-L-E power. T-U-R-T-L-E power. T-U-R-T-L-E power. Turtles in the... Flower. Flower power. Power hour. Welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and crush any lingering hopes that you had that they were any good. Crush, like (laughs) Shredder. Yeah. Crushing the hopes of teens. Is that what Shredder was known for? The crushing the hopes of teens? Well, he manipulates teens to steal things for him. Yeah. So, villainy. I'm DJ. (laughs) This is Damon. I'm Damon. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, So... Full disclosure to the listening mm. audience, we already recorded this uh, once. It was actually one of our first episodes, one of the first. Intended to be. Intended to be. And Betrothed. then somebody, who remembers, you know, through the fog of time, who remembers who it was, but somebody screwed up something with their computer and mm-hmm. lost the file. And so we are actually re-recording this episode now that we're, you know, we're veterans of the podcast yeah. uh, industry. Genre? Genre? No, that's not right. Genre. Something French, industry, definitely. Definite industry. I have very, very strong ties to the Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. as a child. Uh, I love them. I still love them. Well, uh, every generation uh, has their own, you know, version of the mythology of four, you know, teenagers that are turtles somehow <laughs> and become radioactive. Going back to Gilgamesh, who had to put them on his, you know, boat well, you to know survive the, te- the flood. Back in the day, the, the teens used to be in the four, into the four horsemen. <laughs> it kind uh, of morphed into, uh, yeah. Um, did you, were you, like, into the Ninja Turtles? I wasn't into the Ninja Turtles at first. Yeah. Because my brother really hated the Ninja Turtles. I think it was a very, like, what are the kids doing these days with these fucking Ninja Turtles? <laughs> like, he was very anti the Ninja Turtles. And so, yeah. as his little brother, I was like, yeah, they're stupid, too. Right. But then I realized I could draw them fairly well for an sure. eight-year-old. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, yeah, I, I love them. I remember this. That just uh, sprung to my memory. I So I used to draw, not in any like actual way like you do, but uh, in a teen or uh, young, not even a teen, like eight, nine years old. Right. Um, I used to want to draw comic books and stuff. And uh, we've touched on my Death of Darkwing Duck series. <laughs> but... Before that, I actually uh, had much a, like my 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 brother's uh, last episode of Ducktales. Yes, exactly. And uh, um, I, I did a, a series. I, I say series. I probably drew like two pages for each of these comic books, <laughs> and then just like stapled a bunch of papers together right. and never finished Ooh, it. Volume three coming mm, out. Yeah, um, I was. I've always been obsessed with like having like a lot of material, even though I'm not. I wasn't that right. Well, actually, producing it right. Um, but I, I, I had other one. people's characters, yeah. in very short books. Don't forget about my character, Kaladin, Kaladin codenamed Kaladin. But what? But you might know him better by his uh, uh, alias, yeah, Peter Kaladin, Bruce. Oh, sorry, Bruce, Kaladin. Bruce Kaladin. Yeah, uh, who is this Kaladin? Bruce Kaladin. Get on the case and figure out who this figure Kaladin, out who Kaladin is. is. This was a comic book character I actually drew, and we found a. I found a picture like in a box, and so Damon and I like to make fun of little me. Um, <laughs> what an asshole! <laughs> so, but I also uh, had a series or a series, quote unquote, like a, a book about uh, 
finding a new Ninja Turtle. Like there was one that got lost, which I think actually was a story right. too at some point, whether I copied that or not, I'm not sure. But I remember, I just remembered when you said that, that I, I drew... The Brian Epstein of the Ninja Turtles. Right. 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 Uh, more of the Pete Best, because they kind of like <laughs> kicked him out. So He's still he, bitter somewhere, kind of <laughs> overweight. He So I, I drew some, like Michelangelo or something, and as I drew him, I realized like I drew him like way off the ground, like on accident. <laughs> like it uh-huh. didn't make any that sense. That happens though. Sometimes you start with the head and all of a sudden you yeah, realize. Yeah, I'm like, and then so I just made him jumping to catch a fly. <laughs> I remember like I drew his arms up, so there was like a fly, and I was mm-hmm. like, I, I was really proud of that because I was like improvising. You know, well, Bob Ross would call that a happy little accident. Yeah. 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 I think that's I have that trouble when I draw four-legged animals. I'll notice, like, I drew a horse. Ooh, but he's a little upsided. Those back legs, I wasn't paying attention to the front legs that I drew first. Put a rock here he's standing ah, behind. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. I'll just claim it's perspective. His legs are slightly (laughs) at an angle. The Ninja Turtles were, like, my thing growing up. They were, like, so, uh, you know, sister had Barbies. I had Ninja. It is weird that your parents named their daughter or sister like the berenstein bears <laughs> sister phillips mm-hmm. um so uh i think for me i definitely saw this movie i, I doubt that i because it was, came out in 90 so i was 90 apostrophe 90 mm-hmm, yeah um <laughs> that sounds came really, out back in 90 <laughs> I didn't 1890 I actually can't wait to be like back in 15 when we recorded that <laughs> podcast ought 15 um I I know I saw this movie. I doubt that I was allowed to see it in the movie theater. What? It's like PG thirteen, right? No, it's PG. They Is don't really? use their weapons that much. Oh, by I thought that was like the law, second. And even the second one, they use them even less. Like okay. they made a concerted effort in this one to not use their weapons very much. Yeah. They still do, um, but in the second one, they use them even less. Hence, uh, Donatello in the second one hitting someone with I think with a pool noodle. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, why? <laughs> you have a staff. You have, think. you have, Leonardo, you have swords. You could literally yeah, kill he, I don't people. think he uses them in any instance. No. Just like At pizza. least effectively. One yeah, time. there yeah. you go. I remember uh, I got into the cartoon a lot, and yeah. I was very excited by this movie coming out. And I think, just like as a kid, because I was excited that it was coming out, that means I liked it when I, when I right. left the theater. Right. I was like, yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that's exactly what I expected, because I... Just already liked it. Yeah, that's kind of. I liked Raphael, and I I yeah. felt like very adult when when you damn. hear when he says "damn," and I was yeah. like, "This is like a real movie." Yeah, they it is like I, in retrospect, it's like very shoehorned in. Like yeah, like, they shoehorn the as many curse words as Raphael could handle in this a PG is, movie. Yeah, like you get two, you get two like, dams, maybe a hell. Yeah, that's it. I uh, yeah, definitely started with the cartoon. I think most kids our age like that's the first thing because it was like a really big the cartoon was really right. big and then i saw the we movie we didn't start with the ultra violent comic books right well that's i i dug way back oh you and went like, in. got into the comic books and then i was like oh man that's not like the comic book you know i got like that <laughs> and stuff and then uh-huh. uh but they ha- also had uh archie comics um the company archie comics oh that uh-huh. was thank you archie comics um they had a line of comic books that was based on the cartoon. But then, like, mm-hmm. after the first, I don't know, 10 or 15 uh, books, it actually starts to do its own thing. And it went for a long time. And I actually really liked that also. It was a little bit less, uh, it was a little bit more cartoonish, but it wasn't, like, quite as kitty, but still kind of kitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But yeah, the, the wait in what way? What does that mean? Well, like it wasn't dark and violent and like kind of black and white like the uh, the Eastman and Laird, the like the original right. ones, um, which they're like stabbing foot soldiers like, right. in the original ones, and uh, which and the foot soldiers are not robots. No, they're human <laughs> beings. Yeah, getting stabbed through the chest, like and they like in the first uh, few episode or episodes uh, books, like the. Um, Issues, I guess. That's Ish. the word. That's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Uh, Leonardo, like, cuts Shredder's head off, like, at one point. It's, oh. It's, yeah, that's, like, how it, it ends. But, of course, he comes back somehow because it's a comic book. But Samurai magic, that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really, I mean, it's interesting. If you like comic books, like I do, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. And then, I think um, when we went to see the reboot that came out recently, yeah. um, we, uh, I think I tried to look up, like, some of the original... Yeah comics but because there's just so much teenage mutant ninja turtles crap yeah that it's almost impossible to find really anything you have to really dig deep it's really down. convoluted now because so the the comics came first and and eastman and laird who are the two guys who who started it like that um it was kind of meant as a joke like yeah they're like superheroes are getting ridiculous they're everywhere like you can't just have a superhero without with nonsensical powers or like mm-hmm. origin story and then they came up with this ridiculous thing of like grown turtles whatever and then it kind of actually worked <laughs> right and so they're like well i guess we're doing this i guess uh, we're gonna make a shit ton of money yeah this. yeah it worked out in their favor but then uh i think the cartoon came next as like a um Right, sort it really a, caught on with kids, and yeah, yeah, that was that's what really made it explode. And I don't really know where that like started, like whether where, where the deal started, but um, and then the cartoon like uh, took off, and then they made this movie, which was actually more like the original comic books, not still really mm-hmm. kid like. Um, they kind of cleaned it up, right, you know, from the violence and stuff. But yeah, that's your nerd lesson about the <laughs> origin of the. I feel Mitchell's. like I'm around a campfire, yeah. sitting uh, cross legged. Come closer, children. <laughs> I'll um, tell ye a tale of Ninja Turtles. I remember, so we're going to have to watch again. I think I brought this up when we originally recorded this. But one thing, one thing that always confused me for seeing this movie is the last line when, um, so Shredder is attacking Splinter, Splinter the rat, on, yes, of on course. the top of the building. And he's saying something to Shredder about, uh, when, you, when you die, it will be, and then... Uh, like he says something, but it doesn't grammatically work, right? Because like, he has sort of Yoda talk. Yeah, <laughs> he, and he says like it will, and then Shredder attacks him, and then he flips him over the edge, and uh, Shredder goes into a dump truck, a, right? Like a trash truck, and then where a man just casually murders him. Yeah, we'll Casey Jones about murders that later. him later, uh, and then he says without honor. When I think he meant like it will be without honor, mm-hmm. but I think he skips the B, or maybe I, I just never caught that but i always remember being like wait what was that sentence supposed to be <laughs> well i was that gonna was say i want to revise my previous yoda talk i think yes. i should just be blunt and say it's just the stereotypical oh yeah racist it's... like just have him drop all his direct articles yeah. and that's pretty much just how asians talk right right that's that's how they is it not oh, okay. and the voice of splinter is the voice kevin, of elmo kevin clash, kevin clash. yes Who's also the voice of someone else famous I found out recently? Noted decent human being Kevin Clash. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> um, also the voice of... All those lawsuits were dropped, so I guess all your questions are fine. <laughs> We've answered fine. them. No problems there. Seems they were like 15, nothing, but Definitely nothing dropped. ever happened. Uh, Corey the Greater is the voice of... 
Corey the Greater, yes. Corey Feldman is the voice of Donatello in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, I think oh, Ernie Reyes Jr., who is in the second movie, right. is like a... He's he's a body the, double, yeah, or body something. double or something. Yeah, does some of the stunts. Or something. It is one of the things I didn't realize until, of course, we watched this before. Yeah, um, was that it was such a low budget. Movie yeah, was, this was like for big, such a big property and such an expected right. like hit. Well, this was the the beginning of New Line Cinema. It was one of the first like mm-hmm. uh, their of their hit that kind of made them what I mean. They're, they're not exactly a juggernaut now, but they they're like of their non Gandalf related movies. Right, yeah, this was one it was of the a good get ones. for them. It turned yeah. out, yeah. And they got the Jim Henson Company to be involved as well, like doing yeah. the masks and stuff. But it is amazing, like watching it too. It's clear that it's a low budget movie. Right, There's not yeah. a lot of big set pieces. Um, but it's also kind of refreshing in seeing the most recent reboot where, you know, the entire New York city was almost destroyed and blah, blah, blah. It was like, it was kind of refreshing that in just, even in a general way, not just the reboot, reboot, but most action movies now where every entire county has to be destroyed before anyone gives a shit. Um, uh, it's kind of refreshing that there's a small fight. It's a smaller scale just in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's uh yeah it's actually i i think it will hold up in that sense uh the rest of the way i'm not sure but uh i do remember i just want to throw one more memory in there (laughs) before before you watch the movie uh so i wore this vhs out yes and um it had i remember it was fhe was the company that like released the videotape and it had like a how you would used to spell your letters. Oh, you mean the, 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 the cartoons? Family Home Entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think this would have released on the same thing. Oh, so was it? Okay. And then I do had... remember those because I had a few Ninja Turtles episodes on yeah. tape. Maybe I'm confusing that because it had that um, and then also the Pizza Hut commercial where there's like this little <laughs> redheaded kid and he's like, I play right field. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's out there just kind of picking dandelions and stuff, and then the balls hit to him. And it's a very touching pizza commercial. He catches the ball, and everybody loves him because. And then pizza's involved in some way. Well, they all go to Pizza Hut afterwards. Oh, yeah, because it's a baseball game. Yeah. Um, So I remember that very clearly, obviously. But now, now you have me. Do I remember that clearly, or was right. that was that? A, I remember that. I mean, it may be. I'm not going to deny. I didn't memorize all the production companies of this uh, program, but I do remember. Before DVDs came out, you could only buy two episodes of a to- at a right. time yeah. of something, and uh, when you would buy the the uh, Ninja Turtles episodes, they would be on Family Home Entertainment, right. and it was written. Ugh, yeah. Into like that very cloying way that yeah. I hated from Buggy Brewster <laughs> on like the uh, like the, the paper, three lines, yeah, with yeah. the three lines to help you learn how to write letters. Yeah. Uh, now that you're saying that, now I'm not so certain that it was on this VHS. I planted a seed of doubt. Mustard I've, seed. Oh man, Mustard I'm going. I'm going full Brian Williams. I don't know what's real. <laughs> Maybe I've never seen this. <laughs> what's a Ninja Turtle? Well, okay, one more memory, and then we're gonna go to the movie. But, okay. Uh, our friend, our mutual friend, Laura Taylor, uh, would all, will always make fun of me. <laughs> uh-huh. I remember she posted this on my MySpace page. This is how far back this yeah. goes. Uh, she found a, a GIF or GIF. I think of, she created a GIF. She made it. Okay. Of when. <laughs> so I remember a, she said she, it took hours for her to do it. At one point in this movie, uh, so generally speaking, the costumes are pretty good. The Ninja Turtles look pretty, pretty good. But when they have to talk, 
their mouths do not. They tend to, if I remember correctly from, this is a weird episode because I'm not just remembering my childhood, but also the last time we watched it, but their mouths, they almost overcompensate. Right. And there's a lot of lips going on, a lot of lip movement. There's one point where uh, the the turtles come to April O'Neil's door and uh, Splinter's been captured and she's like, oh my God, what's wrong? And then Leonardo's mouth does this crazy like sideways thing and he goes, Splinter. The only thing I can compare it to is when you're at a baseball game and the wave starts and you can see it on the opposite end of the field and it just goes up and down (laughs) and up and down. Or when they belch on the Simpsons and their lips go up and down in that wave. Like that's what you're seeing. You're like, what are you doing? It's it's weird that they were Imagine you had yeah. a human mouth on set to like look at. <laughs> well, they probably didn't have any turtle mouths though, which is that's, really that's a good important thing. That's how turtles talk. You need so. a terrapin on set yeah, at all times. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna watch the movie. Um, it's actually not easily available, um, so just kind of dig out your old VHS if you can, mm-hmm. dust and then it off. hook up your VHS. And then um, it used to be on YouTube. That has been taken down, of course, of course, for legal right reasons. And it used to be on Amazon, but it's apparently not there. Either. Yeah. So let's just say you can find it if you want to. Hey, um, what? Hey, what? Say no more. Say no more. Say no more. Uh, we'll uh, be back in a few minutes after we watch the movie. <laughs> Now you did it wrong. <laughs> what did I do? You're leaving out the second T. T-U-R-T-L-E power. T-U-R-T-L-E. Am I doing an E-L power? T-U-R-T-E-L power. <laughs> You're thinking of E-L fudge, which is an easy thing to do because they're delicious. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, and I don't know if we've brought this up on the podcast before, but the long lost uh, genre of soundtrack song, which just recounts the plot <laughs> Of the movie you just literally finished watching. Often in rap form. Oh, usually in, in the golden era of the soundtrack, in rap form, I'm thinking of R. Kelly and the song Gotham yeah. City. I'm thinking MC Hammer, MC Hammer yeah. for the Addams Family. And my favorite instance, Bobby Brown for Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> what about Vigo, the master of evil? Try to battle my boys? That's not legal. Ow! It's legal. I, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's legal... It's as legal as anything else. I guess he shouldn't attack anyone. Let's be honest. What do you mean by battle? Are you talking about le- in legal court? Like you know? Well, I mean, no. In this case, it was a legal. pink uh, mood slime that he released upon okay. New York City. Now, in this case, it was now in this specific the T U R T L E power, power. Uh, and then they recount the plot in mm-hmm. rap form. Uh, I will have you know. Little known fact, I had this cassette with this <laughs> song and also some Ya Kid K on the other. Uh, I don't know. Should I know who that is? Uh, well, it's the, it's the group that did. Oh, uh, a place to stay. Oh, yeah. Get, Get your booty on the floor tonight. But it wasn't that song. I don't. It was oh, some right. other song. No, that, of course. It was some song they were playing during the like. Uh, we're right. bad kids and we're skateboarding. We're skateboarding indoors. That's what? how bad we are. Do you want menthol? Menthol? <laughs> What's going wrong? Specifically. Yeah. Not just menthol as an idea. Yeah. That's what I meant. It's kind of understood when you say menthol, Well, I mean, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Maybe not in this day Sam age. Rockwell. Yes. The as the leader of the pack. Of, yeah, of, with the weirdest, like... 
I guess he's the third. He's like the speaker of the house of the gang. Right. Yeah. He's third in command below. There's Shredder. He's then there's John Boehner, and then there's uh, <laughs> Sam Rockwell. In this he's movie. the he's the head of the teens of the unmasked <laughs> of the youth. Yeah. Because he would be not a non foot soldier, so he's right. not quite that. El- he's the secretary level. of the teens. Yeah. And there's the secretary of the interior and the secretary of the what's teens. going on with his shirts in this movie. Well, so, he got. I think he got shredded. Oh, maybe he got shredded. Did he also get like poop stained? Why are all his shirts like a light brown? Color? Well, you know, remember when you were just post pubescent? He got sweat pouring out of I you. I did have the yellow. You had a crustache like Sam Rockwell would have. Yeah. Right, the yellow. I had the, the like, sweat rot. Too many weird like stains in the and armpit. It was just sweat rot coming out of his arms everywhere. <laughs> oh, poor Sam Rockwell. He did okay though. He was okay. Ten years later, he was uh, doing Drew Barrymore in Charlie's Angels. So I, which was do. on TV the other day, and I was like, "This is like freebasing the 2000s." <laughs> I'm a big Sam Rockwell fan. I'd say he's I a mean, great guy. He seems like a great guy. Yeah, well, he always I seems mean, to be having fun. Um, so Ninja Turtles, Teenage yeah, Mutant, sorry, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Uh, do you want to recap this? Let's let's uh, we, let's blow through the recap because we. I mean, I feel like if you remember this movie. Hopefully you just watched it with us, but if you didn't, uh, we're just going to do a quick recap for you. So, Well, we got a quick montage at the yeah. beginning of the movie of uh, there seems to be a crime wave going on. Yeah. People stealing uh, electronics, a snatching nin- purses. A stealing- ninja-based crime wave? Now, we don't know anything. Question and I don't mark. fingers, but there are some Japanese-American citizens in New York um, <laughs> who say this is very similar to a crime wave that happened there involving the Foot Clan. Can't be. Don't worry about that. That's unrelated. Yeah. I think they were just trying to reach out to Japanese American viewers for yeah. the movie, try and get them get some get butts in the seats. As you do. Um but April O'Neil, intrepid reporter for Channel Three News in yes. the movie. Not to be confused with Channel Six Channel. News in the cartoon. And I think she was maybe it was Channel Six in the I don't remember what it was in the comic book. I'm shut my mouth. Child Me was very angry about that. Yeah. I was like, how hard is it to make it a six? It does seem like a weird reason, or a re- weird thing to change for no reason. Like, also, uh, in the second movie, Secret of the Ooze, which I'm sure we'll get to at some point, They in the comics it was TCRI, and they changed it to TGRI. That was the company that... And oh, it's really? Like, why? <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, sorry, go ahead. I care, but why do you why do care you, enough why did you to change, change it? it? Yeah. Um, so there's a crime story going on. Uh, April O'Neil is investigating it. She's getting stonewalled by chief. the chief of police, Antonin Scalia. <laughs> <laughs> He's done with her applesauce and jibber jabber or whatever. <laughs> um, and no, literally, if you can look up this actor, he looks dead yeah. on. Just put on fucking robe and some glasses. Antonin Scalia. If that actor's still around, I'm, I think he is. He will play he Antonin, will play Scalia, Antonin Scalia, Scalia in the gay rights movie coming out. <laughs> Anyway, crime spree, chief of police, doesn't want to investigate it properly, uh, and uh, April O'Neil's on the case. April O'Neil, one time when she's leaving work, after her boss tells her to lay off this whole crime spree thing, she's leaving, she runs into some utes. She's like, leaving in the one and only time we see the, any of her characteristic yellow. She's in a yellow, like, raincoat. Which, understandably... She shouldn't have the yellow jumpsuit. That is, I mean, the the yellow jumpsuit from the cartoons is ridiculous. A, she why looks like would, Ronald why McDonald. Would a professional, <laughs> why would a professional reporter ever yeah. be wearing a cargo unitard in yellow of all Christing things? <laughs> uh, Judith, uh, Judith Hogue plays April O'Neil in this. Mm-hmm. Judith Hogue now in the show Nashville, 
which is a super realistic depiction of our lives. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just always in it. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, Mrs. Coach. How you doing? How's it going? Anyway, uh, go on. Hayden Pantyhose, it's you again. <laughs> um, just, <laughs> just touching <laughs> She Connie runs Britain's into Sam Rockwell and his wayward teens mm. stealing electronics out of one of the news vans. And they're like, hey, lady, you crossed. You came at the wrong, wrong time. And she's like, you bet I did. And she starts backing away. They're like, get her purse. And then they like... Throw her to the ground. They're trying to get her purse, and then the lights go out. Someone throws a sigh. ninja weapon. It's a sigh. <laughs> a sigh. At, Damon, it's a sigh. <laughs> at a light. The lights go out. <laughs> They're all unconscious. But and the wait, the rescuers happens? are gone. But, but she, he, the uh, rescuers are gone. The police come. Yes. But she, April O'Neil, while she's being talked to by the police, she notices a sigh. A mm-hmm. tri-tipped. Weapon. Yep. Good job. Next to her, and she grabs it, scrapes it along the concrete. It was just something I always remember that she <laughs> scrapes this thing across the concrete and puts it in her purse. And then we hear, we see this red bandit mask <laughs> under a sewer lid, and he goes, Oh, man. Damn. And then when she puts it in her purse, Damn. First damn one of, of the four, movie. One of four damn. Five damn. Five? What's the fifth the one? The fifth one was during the Shredder fight at the oh, end. Okay. Yeah, when they do the hot potato or not hot potato rock paper scissors yeah. one goes damn five damn so awesome so adult so edgy uh, just an edgy movie about ninja turtles <laughs> uh anyway so uh that's Raphael's side as we soon learn during the freeze frame title card these are yes. teenage mutant ninjas who are turtles yep uh, there are four of them the yes. blue masked one is leonardo <laughs> Good. The purple masked one is Donatello. Yes. Corey Feldman. The yellow, no, the orange masked Michelangelo. Yes. Red masked is everyone's favorite. The cool, Raphael. albeit rude, <laughs> Raphael. Raphael, um, who I always related to. I had the temper. I always thought, like, you know, I was that. But let's be honest, I'm Leonardo. What does I that wanna, mean? I'm the nerdy guy who, like, stops everybody else from having fun. <laughs> But I want to be the fun guy. Well, does that make me Donatello? Uh, no, just I, the nerdy guy who's joking around. They're all, you know, they're all, you know, represent different aspects of our personality. You know, Freud said um, we all have our. <laughs> we all have a Donatello. Michelangelo. Raphael, He's our id. Um, I don't know. Okay, go on. Uh, so anyway, we learned that these uh, pizza loving turtles were the rescuers they, in these that guys scene. Love pizza. Oh my god, yeah. it's brought up so much. Yeah. They're led by a rat named Splinter, mm-hmm. voiced by Elmo. <laughs> um, and uh, Splinter brings up the fact that, you know, Raphael has some anger management issues. Yeah. And you got, I got, your, got, first, you got your first set of hot eyes. I'm going to be fine. It's fine. Daddy's proud of his boy. All emotional. Um, got to be in front of the mic when I talk. Tonight, I was good, but that has given me hot eyes in the past, I'll admit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Raph is upset about losing a sigh, because yes. Splinter tells him it's pretty much gone. Yeah. So he puts on his Humphrey Bogart outfit, he puts on a trench coat, puts on a hat, Most- which proves that he's not a giant radioactive turtle. Amazing amazing disguise of just a trench coat which but I first think that's of all, a carryover from the cartoons oh too. yes yeah absolutely yeah so that's, that's how like they would his go thing out. yeah um so he goes out to see critters 
a movie that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yes. I've only seen literally three minutes of it, but yeah. it was enough to make me shit my pants. <laughs> um, he goes to see Critters. He remarks that it looks so fake, which I thought was kind of an in-joke. Yeah, um, runs into a man, a uh, sports ball-themed uh, vigilante <laughs> named Casey Jones. Another who, sports ball-related What name. is his... Um, Mask. It's not it's a, a hockey ho- mask. It's like an old hockey mask, like an old-timey hockey mask. It looks like not Jason Voorhees' mask, but yeah. what in the movie Jason X, where Jason goes to space and they <laughs> revamp his mask. That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. Um, he's hitting people with wicket, uh, uh, cricket bats, mm-hmm. and uh, hockey sticks, and he's doing all these fucking puns. Yeah. Um, he's trying to stop some kids who stole a purse, but yeah. Raphael wants to stop him from roughing him up i guess i don't yeah, really well, know he, what the conflict is well Ra- rafael raf witnesses trips, the he, purse, he trips the, them huh? he trips yeah. the perpetrators and the then tosses the purse back to the old lady so it's done yeah and he kind of lets him go off Tosses like, it back to the lady who was dressed like donna reed in it's a wonderful life during george bailey's where you like said, oh no they robbed terry gross <laughs> They, uh, she looks like the old maid at the library when uh, Clarence shows George Bailey what it would be like if he had never been born. <laughs> Which I resent that Donna Reed would be a, uh, an old maid. She's an attractive lady. Sam Wainwright was into her. I don't know what the problem is. I'm so far lost right now. Don't worry about yeah. it. Um, so anyway, uh, Raphael, I guess, objects does, to the he, way, he's about the vigilantism like, of yeah. Casey Jones. It's uh, too violent for him. Right. Yeah. The guy with the basic small swords that he uses to fight has a problem with the guy with a golf well, club you know these guys were just you know just like a little like kind of teens i think he yeah. just wants to take it they smell like bo and doritos yeah um so anyway they get into a weird fight where they're sort of riffing on each other it's about a really sports. strange fight a jose canseco bat tell me you didn't pay money for this a joke which i understand in that jose canseco was a person <laughs> and continues to be a person. Yeah, that is correct. Uh, anyway, Casey Jones essentially wins the fight, throws Raph yes. into a garbage can, calls him a freak. Yeah. Which Spikes. pisses Raph off. Yeah. Raph runs after him, loses him though, and screams, Our second. Second damn. damn! Which spreads all over the Lower East Side, from what I could tell from the overhead shot. Now, just so you, the listener, are not uh, thinking that we are so conservative that we're, you know, we're concerned with no. these dams it's just that they're clearly just sort whoever, of thrown in yeah just it's it's weird because it's also the only curse word that will be they're, even questionable word it's the only one that will be put in i honestly don't have any problem with actually i think uh, kids could stand to be exposed to some more curse words yeah. i mean they never hear anything i mean they got the youtubes now they're seeing everything um but uh, this is weird because it's uh, it's just clearly like we need to be a little bit edgier. Let's can we right. get some dams in? Um, anyway, yeah. So we get our second, and with every dam, it's a little more awesome for me. Yeah. Like I said it again. There he goes. There it it is. wasn't just a fluke. <laughs> um, so he goes back to his hideout. <laughs> well, uh, this is actually Raphael. where Splinter gives Raphael the speech about yes. his anger management. Yeah. Um, which makes him cry. There are several scenes where the turtles cry. You yeah. see actual tears going down it's their face. It's an emotional movie. Yeah. Damon, this was a trying time. You know, it's four. about found families. You know, the turtles have their found family, and the teens have their uh, bad example of a found family. I, I believe I'm quoting you when I say, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, shit. What comes next? So, um, after that, what Is are that they doing? when when April O'Neil's boss goes to her apartment? 
And he's yes. like, April, I want you to calm down on this crazy Foot Clan nonsense. He's getting a lot of heat. Her boss is getting a lot of heat from the police chief because April O'Neil is Busting his out. chops. Yeah, and so... Anton and Scalia won't put up with it. And she's basically like, you know, fuck off. Um, and then... Oh, man. So, we're st- no, so, okay, so now, Charles, her boss, yes. has a son named Danny. Danny. Who's a big fan of Sid, Sid Vicious, Vicious and Ninja Gangs. Yeah. Because he is a member, or at least... One in the second. First tier, first tier member of the Foot Clan. Yeah. Um, or lowest tier member. Yeah. He goes to me. The meetings. untouchable level. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. It's a cast system, really. Um, Not so, the Elliot Ness untouchable. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, so Danny is a member of the Foot Clan, but but uh, no one knows that yet. He steals money from April. Mm. That's how we know he's no good. Yeah. Charles doesn't know where he got those headphones from. Mm. Concerned about that. Walkman. But April O'Neil says she's not going to back off of this. No way. Foot Clan thing. Yes. And she uh, she tells Antonin Scalia. You know she <laughs> she makes fun of his sort of trite answers that he gives. Uh, and he calls her into her office, and he, you know, why are you busting my chops, O'Neal? Yes. That sort of thing. It was really funny scene to me, not on purpose, because yeah. it reminded me of, like, a Dirty Harry movie, except she's not his underling. She is right. a reporter. So why is she in his office at all? Well, um, and then she gets, uh, she gets jumped, because... Well, once she leaves, we see yeah. Danny being arrested, right. pulled into yeah. the police officer. We'll come back to that later. Put a pin in Danny at the police station. Yes. So she goes downstairs, downstairs, she goes to the subway, which New Yorkers, any, you know, native New Yorkers mm-hmm. know when you say, I'm going downstairs, it means I'm going to the subway. Sure. Um, she goes down there, she misses her train, but when she looks around, Foot Clan. Ninjas. And one man who may have had some problems pronouncing R's and L's. He may or may uh, not have been a racist stereotype. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, tells her that he has a message to deliver. He opens his hand, slaps her face. Oh, so she pulls out a little sigh that she's got in her mm. uh, Birkin bag, mm. and she starts waving it around. They kick it out of her hands immediately because she's not trained in the art of nujitsu. <laughs> yeah. So that's she can't just most do whatever realistic she wants. thing that happened in the right? movie. And it's like, no, no, you don't know what you're doing with that. <laughs> you can't just have a weapon. And then... <laughs> it's not a gun. I mean, yeah. gun maybe. Well, you yeah, could gun do that. at least to leave in the odds. Uh, anyway, she starts. Uh, now, when the the side gets kicked away, we see it once again scraping the concrete of mm. the uh, thing. We see a little turtle hand, three fingered hand. Ooh, who back. could that be? It's Bogey. Rafas Bogey comes out, starts kicking everyone's ass, and he picks up O'Neill, who's now unconscious, starts taking her down uh, the subway tunnels, and then uh, I guess eventually the They're sewers. Connected to the sewers, um, obviously. But little does he know, uh uh uh, being Foot followed. Clan being followed. Mm. One footman. It's following them. Uh, he gets back. He has O'Neill on the couch. She's still unconscious. Why am I calling her O'Neill like I'm a volleyball coach? <laughs> good job, O'Neill. O'Neill, good, good hustle. Uh, <laughs> Try to so set the, it a little higher next time. All the turtles love her, and their Michelangelo has a crush on her because he's seen her on the yeah. uh, television screen. Raphael is very defensive about the fact that he brought her down there because they are ninjas. They're not supposed to be seen. They're not supposed to be yeah. you know doing anything like that. She wakes up, she freaks out because she's, I mean, understandably, she's yeah. surrounded by sentient turtles and a giant rat. Um, but they calm her down, they explain what's going on, they explain their backstory. Can you give us a little backstory on the turtles there? 
Well, at least the movie's backstory. This, this version, explain, yeah. uh, there's a couple like uh, different versions, but this version. This was another one where they changed it. And I'm not exactly sure why. Yeah. So Splinter was a like sentient rat at some point because right. he later we get to the point that he's like mimicking kung fu moves in his right. cage. So well, ninjutsu moves. Ninjutsu. Sorry. Jesus. Um, <laughs> but he's uh, uh, a rat, and he. What happened? He. Loses his owner and he gets his cage gets knocked over. We get to that. Well, that later. we learn that later. In this one, it's just him in the to, sewers. Yeah, and he um, uh, these turtles get dumped down in the sewer and they're covered in this green ooze. And he helps them like cleans them off mm-hmm. and like collects them and and uh, he and gets some of the ooze on himself. Then he finds the next morning. Oh, they've doubled in size and they grow and they become. Uh, and he they is start, as well. Yeah, and so he grows, but mostly he grows in intellect. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in intellect, he says. <laughs> you did George um, Sakai, who is not the voice. Which would have been good casting, though, wouldn't it? Missed opportunity, Teenage Mutant um, Ninja Turtles producers. That was before the uh, 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 that was before the Takai Renaissance. That's Renaissance. true. Um, so when it was just, I just remember him shilling for Paramount VHSs before the actual <laughs> feature presentation started to just be t- George Takai at the first, telling you're, me you're things that are coming to videos soon. Uh, 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 uh. He'd always say ah. I don't know why he was also a mix of Bella Lugosi for me. (laughs) I want to watch a video. So um, the turtles like grow and they start talking. They say pizza. Yeah, kids. They love pizza. He kind of raises them, uh, teaching them the ninjutsu that he knows Mm -hmm. and raises them as as his sons. And he yeah. names them after his the, favorite artist. His favorite artist. I don't think that's explained in this one. But yeah, it is. It, I would just. I mean, he just says it in one sentence. Oh, okay. I named them after my favorite artists: Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raphael, and Donatello. Sort of going back and forth between last names and first names, but it's fine. You know, whatever. They all had a good ring to them. So, mm-hmm. um, so now that's different from the cartoons and the comics and the comics and or the cartoons at least he was a man who became rat-like he in the i think in the um i'll have to go back because i don't remember exactly but i think in the cartoon he was hamato yoshi like he was like the guy who was his owner in the movie right and then the turtles so he and splinter have or he and shredder have a direct vendetta as we'll go into later yeah but in this one it's just he has a vendetta for his owner that was yeah killed by Spoiler alert, Shredder. <laughs> Damn it. God, I was waiting for that part of the, the breakdown. <laughs> anyway, so April O'Neil is now allied with the turtle. She takes yes. him back to their apartment under promises of pizza. Yes. Um, and they're just hanging out. Michelangelo is doing, you know, doing impressions. He the does James, James Cagney. Cagney. Everybody loves a Cagney. Every teenager would love a James Cagney <laughs> reference. Now... Who in his defense, even? they've been trapped in a sewer just watching whatever TV they can get guess, down there. I guess, probably, so, yeah. yeah. Um, they clearly love Humphrey Bogart, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, she, you know, she, uh, they're headed home. They yeah. leave April. But then when they get home, they notice they've had a break-in. Splinter's, Splinter's gone. Mm-hmm. And that's when we get the infamous moment where they go back to April's place. Splinter. Splinter. So now they're living at April's place mm-hmm. from then on out for a while at least. And uh, Raph and Leonardo get in a fight because uh, Leonardo just kind of s- is saying, exercise well, patience. Hold up. Oh, Charles and Danny come oh, to right. yell yes. some more, just do yeah. the same repeat of that scene yeah. earlier. But this time, Danny 
while Charles is yelling at April, he notices, he like catches Michelangelo's reflection in a mirror, and then when he turns around, Michelangelo's gone. Mm. So he's got the idea that these turtles that the Shredder had never no born going on. Um, uh, was, they were uh, with April. Mm. So then, yes, Leonardo and Raphael do get into a fight. Raphael's temper goes. Um, but we do go back to the Foot Clan for a little bit because we have to see Danny, the Judas in this story, mm-hmm. go to Shredder, who we meet, um, and tell the tell him, or at least it's insinuated, tells him that where the turtles are. We are introduced to the Shredder, who yes. you know it's in a cartoon. It works, and in real life, it's kind of awkward. It's really silly because first off, he's got working girl shoulder pads going on <laughs> underneath these giant shredding things. Uh, his assistant, <laughs> mustachioed bald man, um, the second in command Tatsu, of the Foot Clan. Like that. I think it's ta- Tatsu, maybe. Yeah. Uh, he at one point during the ceremony he has to Shredder comes in and he's just got a cape on over his little shredding devices on his shoulders, <laughs> and uh, Tatsu has to remove them from. And you could just tell that the guy, the actor, the man himself, was like carefully, carefully, and then <laughs> drape it he's here really and the sharp. Um, I had to reuse real metal, didn't you? <laughs> um, so we learn that the Shredder is uh, forming some sort of family. He's the leader of the Foot Clan. And then uh, we hear Danny uh, piping up from the crowd. Hey. Hey, Master. I know where they are. Uh, he doesn't say that. Um, not at all. <laughs> uh, we uh, learn that he's in the Foot Clan. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Which we kind of already assumed. Yeah, we kind of knew. Yeah. So now, uh, you know, Leonardo and uh, Raph have that fight. Raph goes up on the rooftop. Yeah, just to blow but, off some steam. Yeah, but he's then doing the foot clan is there. Off in the distance, Casey Jones notices his little green friend that he had fight with mm-hmm. earlier, you know, several buildings over, doing some fights on the rooftop. But while, while Raphael looks out on the skyline of Asheville, North Carolina, <laughs> uh, the foot clan comes creeping up behind him. Oh, boy. And starts a fight. I should mention, this movie was filmed in North Carolina, (laughs) not in New York. Um, They do a pretty good job of... No, uh, I think they do a pretty good job. I don't know if they filmed some in New York and just got out of there. They did whatever scenes they absolutely had to in New York. Right, yeah. Um, So... Uh, There's a fight scene with yeah, Raphael's on the roof. April takes the turtle, the remaining turtles, down to tour her dad's yeah. uh, antique shop. And probably the most, uh, um, I don't know, it was, it was a cool scene, like the like directorially, where uh, Raphael's fighting the Foot Clan on the roof and just kind of getting his right. ass kicked. And then, because there's like a hundred of them. Right. And then... Uh, April is taking the turtles on a, a tour of the antique shop beneath her apartment, and yeah. they're kind of like goofing around and doing different things, and it goes back and forth between them, uh, like Michelangelo, I think, scaring Leonardo with symbols and symbols then, behind him, and then you see the Foot Clan smashing Raphael's head on both sides yeah. to mirror the symbols. Mm, yeah, it's, it's a good sequence. Cinematography. It's probably my favorite sequence of the whole movie. Is that? No, it like, does pretty good. Then it goes into eventually. Uh, they they get back up to the apartment and, and Raphael. Raphael gets thrown through yeah. the the skylight, skylight. and uh, so then they have this big fight and then eventually they've been. Uh, I think this is the really the first time that we get to see the turtles fight in yeah. daylight. Right. Yeah. Um, so they're fighting. They're having a lot of fun. They're riffing. Yeah. They reference Wheel of Fortune. They reference other things. I'm assuming. <laughs> Uh, they have a nunchuck off, mm-hmm. uh, and then these guys bring out axes and start chopping 
at yeah. the turtles, but they keep hitting the floor. Michelangelo says if they were lumberjacks, the only thing safe in the woods would be the trees. It would be <laughs> the trees. Anyway. I would um, say like they hit like one out of every five quips is chuckle worthy. No, it's not bad. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just picking on them. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the, all the axe work uh, ruins the structural integrity of the floor. Meanwhile, I should also mention Raphael is completely unconscious. Yes. Is he? No, he's alive. Barely. Um, Which, yeah. I guess he's... I don't know how that... Yeah, but he's barely know. alive through my uh, doctoral yeah. knowledge, Leonardo. <laughs> well, little known fact, uh, turtles, especially of the ninja variety, have stethoscope. <laughs> Built into their shells. Okay, Can you imagine good. if they had a little stethoscope? Stil- 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, the floor schemes. gives way after a while. Now they're in the antique shop. Yes. New location for a fight. Using all their tools that they can use. Fighting. And then Casey Jones pops in. Yeah. Well, when they fall through, right. a light comes on and Tatsu's there. And Tatsu's he's got more there, foot And soldiers. he's grumpier than ever. Yeah. And he says, fight for it. Mm-hmm. And then Casey they, Jones comes in to join the fight now yeah. that he knows what's going on. They're all fighting in the antique shop, and someone accidentally causes, as it always happens in these situations, causes a fire. Well, causes a fire. Yeah, a foot soldier swings at one of the turtles and misses and uh, Hits a fuse box. Yeah, hits a fuse box and set the whole thing on fire. Right, I guess. That's how that would sure. work. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to test he that He gets out. electrocuted <laughs> and also causes a fire. Yeah. Uh, they escape through a secret hatch in the antique shop. Yeah, like a crawl space mm, slash exit. Could have worked. It could have maybe done a second draft and figured out a better yeah. way. Um, anyway, the place goes up in flames. The Foot Clan realizes they've lost the fight, so they leave. The turtles escape to uh, April O'Neil's father's farm. Yeah. In upstate New York, I'm assuming. Yeah. Although it looks dangerously like rural North Carolina. <laughs> um, the foot uh, Tatsu goes back to the Foot Clan. He is ashamed mm. of how he's failed because the Shredder does the old stare down on him. Yeah. We also find that Shredder or Splinter is alive. Splinter is alive, being held Hell hostage. Yeah. Uh, the Shredder wants to get information about the turtles from him. Can't. Mm-mm. But Danny has uh, some interest in him, and he goes talking to Splinter, just shooting the shit with the old Splinter, (laughs) asking him, you know, hey, what happened to your ear? And then the minute Splinter starts talking, he's like, I don't want to talk to you, man. (laughs) Just a weird, weird scene. Just came over here for no particular reason. Just wanted to hang out with a talking freak rat. (laughs) But don't talk to me. I just wanted to hang out with you. Um, um, and then Raphael's in a coma now. Yes, they're keeping him in a bathtub in a way <laughs> just that like, I really feel just isn't like the way flopped over on yeah, a not even like face bathtub. up, just like on his side in a bath. I guess to prevent himself from swallowing his tongue. Yeah, wow. and they do dribble water over him because he's a turtle, which should work, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so they're all. So Leonardo feels really bad. He yeah. he is ever vigilant the, their at Raphael's last, side. Their last last conversation, mm-hmm. they had a big fight. Yeah. Um, Donatello bonds with Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelangelo yucking it up somewhere yeah. with Donatello. <laughs> well, no, Donatello's having fun with Casey Jones. Yeah. April O'Neil is uh, consistently being sexually harassed by Casey Jones. Yeah, this is unfortunately one of those movies where the man r- routinely uh, belittles the woman until she falls in love with him. Yeah, so works sometimes every time. I, it, the funny thing is, like before Casey Jones. 
joined the group, I was like thinking to myself, even though we just watched this recently, I was thinking to myself, like, this is, you know what, this isn't a bad movie. I mean, there's only yeah. really one talking woman in the movie, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's not that bad. There's no real uh, routine homophobia or sexism. Yeah. I guess. I mean, they're, even in their crush on April, it's not... It's more like adolescent. Yeah, it's, it's very, very adolescent. Like, yeah. uh, like, she's such a babe. and Yeah. Um, otherwise, but once they get to meet her, it's not weird or anything. Yeah. Until Casey Jones shows up. Yeah, he Calls her Broadzilla, toots, princess. When he thinks he's trying to charm her, he calls her princess. She doesn't put up with it, and you're like, yeah, April. Yeah. But you also know where this is going, because you've right. seen a movie before. Yeah. Um... So there's a lot of that, and there's a really bad scene. The worst scene in that vein is uh, Casey Jones is, I think, preparing dinner. April comes in, and she, you know, she's got a crick in her neck or something, and he reaches to her shoulders to massage her shoulders, and she pushes him away. So you know, just like you and I would do, he was like, "Oh, I." I'm sorry, I crossed I'm the sorry. line, and I'd like to apologize. And they move to on you. to the next scene. Wrong. Nope. What he does instead is he puts his hands on her shoulders and forces her down into a seat, and then you know, massages her. She reluctantly and accepts. Even if the it massage. was just that, I would be like, okay. okay but okay, then he's yeah. when he's massaging her, I'm like, hey, buddy, keep it on the shoulders, not the <laughs> chest plate. We're not buddy. doing. We're not doing over the clothes here, yeah, CJ. Just, yeah. Bag off. Um. And then the lady said no. Sir. They have a little séance once Raph wakes up. They uh, Raph does wake up. He yeah. he he tells Leo to get a grip, which is I don't That's know if touching... it was a purposeful thing. Yeah, do you think it was purposeful? Well, I don't know. But that was from the cartoon show. Get uh, a grip. Yeah, That's the his theme song in the theme song. He gets to say that. Yeah, Raph wakes up and and uh, it's a pretty touching moment. They uh, they apologize. Second hot of, eyes of the movie yeah. for me. This one. By Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they have a uh, uh, you know touching. Uh, Raph's wake, waking up again, and then um, they do a little bit of training, a little bit of a training mo- montage, and then they montage. have a they have a se- seance where basically. they can talk to Splinter, and he tells them, "I love you." Another and third hot eyes. Third hot eyes. Movie. This one all kind of in the same little yeah. section of the. Uh, and then you're right. We'll just call it my second hot eyes prolonged. It's time to move. Second on, hot go eyes back to revisited. <laughs> this the squeakle. Um, <laughs> they uh, decide it's time to go back to New York. Well, they go back to their uh, hideout. They go back to their the sewer and, layer. Uh, Casey Jones has a case of claustrophobia. Claustrophobia, which he says. I never, I, I never, never even looked, looked at another guy, which I thought was confusing. Because it would have been um, homophobia. Because then he yeah. mistook it for homophobia, and then it was several <laughs> steps removed, because uh, it was like, well, he, if he's accusing you of being a homophobe, it doesn't matter whether you looked at another guy. Right. Are you scared of gay people? Do you hate gay people? <laughs> anyway, they find out that Danny's hanging out in their hideout. Mm-hmm. Another funny gag is that Danny says, hey, I had some pizza here down here the other yeah. night. And they check out the pizza and uh, Donatello, Corey Feldman, says, uh, well, depends. Do you like penicillin on your pizza? Don't. And then they play taps yes. for the dead pizza, which <laughs> is pretty funny. made me laugh. So Danny now, uh, he borrows, apparently uh, April O'Neil not only is a reporter, not only is she a babe and a toots. <laughs> But she's also Princess. a talented 
colored pencil artist. A sketchist. So she sketched all the turtles. Danny loved the drawings. He takes the Leonardo uh, drawing that she did. And as an artist, I cringed a little when he folds it, folds up, it immediately. up and creased it, <laughs> folds it up and puts it in his pocket. And he's like, he even says Let me like, just get you a little portfolio. Okay. Just you know, I, already folded can it Can I have this? He says. And Let me give she, you, a, I'll loan you a book. You can slide sure. it in there. No? Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to get this backing board and... Oh, you've already... Okay. <laughs> okay, you've already okay, folded cool, it up. Cool, great. Cool, it's in your yeah. back pocket where you sit. Good. <laughs> going to take it on the subway then? Great. A little butt sweat. Cool. Great. Good. That's great. And you're a teenager, so it's just popping, pouring out of you. <laughs> so, Thanks, Danny, you fuck face. Danny, though, as, as everybody's sleeping, sneaks out at night. He, yeah, he has like a nightmare about... Double Judas or something. Shredder, like being disappointed in him so he gets up and sneaks out but casey jones he did that thing which i hate in movies sorry to interrupt you but he does that thing that i hate in movies where he 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 had there's a voiceover playing of things he's already heard he's twitching around Uh, 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 uh. i just want to be like you're in rem sleep if you're dreaming you're not moving unless you have that thing that mike probiglia has (laughs) where you're not getting any of that serum you need to stay still so let's just cool at movies with the twitching around in bed (laughs) He's you not a golden you, retriever. He's not like his leg isn't going while he's You swimming. want him to literally just act with their eyes yeah, under just their the, eyelids. <laughs> so Danny, once again, leaves. out. But Casey to Jones... what end? What well, is... Casey Jones sees him. Who's having claustrophobia, so he goes into a truck, he sleeps a in more the truck. confined space Yeah, it doesn't really sleep. make any sense. I wouldn't want to sleep in a sewer either, but not because of claustrophobia. Right. Because there's shit everywhere, literally. Yeah. So he follows Danny quietly to the mm-hmm. layer of the foot, the foot layer. Uh, yeah, he gets inside and he pulls another one of my favorite tropes ever, which yeah, is the, Indiana uh, the, Jones. Gu- the guard is walking by. So you pull him down and in three seconds you're in his clothes and he's, <laughs> you know, in his underwear lying prostrate on the ground. Yeah. Um, so he dresses as prostrate a- or prostate. You said prostate. But prostrate I was- <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> He lay, you He's lay laying his prostate there like on the a ground. prostate gland on the ground. So Danny goes to see Splinter. Yeah. He's, as he's leaving, Shredder catches him yeah. seeing Splinter. And he's like, what are you doing in there? Uh, whatever Shredder wears on his face gives him some good... Uh, Darth Vader voice. Yeah. He also, at one point, Acoustics. Says, I am your father. He does say, I am your father. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Um, and Shredder finds... The Leonardo drawing. Mm. And he's like, and he's why like, did you crease this? Why did you? F- this is a great drawing. Why did you fold this? You could have no framed it. No patron of the arts are you. You could have at least like made a copy of it, then Tell folded Tell April, it. like, oh, I'd love this. Why don't you keep it safe until I can get to Joanne's or something? I'm going to pull it together. I think Michael's is having a framing sale next week. I don't know, week. 125 bucks to buy it from you? <laughs> I got to get a mat, a nice little mat. I think like a blue mat because it's Leonardo. Can you sign and number it for me? Thanks. <laughs> um... So, uh, Shredder, he's on to him. He knows that the turtles are back in town. Is that all? Like, he doesn't Yeah, he even says, they're back. Right. So, now he knows... But he lets Danny go? Well, he doesn't really do anything with Danny. He just says... That's so weird. Yeah, it is strange. He just says, And the writer of the movie was like, uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) He says, kill kill Splinter to tattoo. And then he goes with his soldiers to go get the turtles to mm-hmm. kill him. Um, uh, Casey Jones still dressed as a foot clan clansman. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. uh, <laughs> I guess that's fine. They're both evil groups. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so he's dressed as a foot clansman. Um, 
uh, catches Danny, pulls off his mask, another trope when you are dressed as the guard. No, 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 it's me, it's me, it's me. You're a bit short for a stormtrooper, don't you think? A storm? Huh? (laughs) Why did you give her a stormtrooper? Princess Alea. Stormtrooper. Top of the morning to you. (laughs) Alderaan, little known fact about Alderaan is they have a thick brogue. Well, they were settled originally by, okay, anyway, by space Irish people. Mm -hmm. Uh, so anyway <laughs> so he has to pull off the mask a la luke uh, skywalker mm. which comes to <laughs> hold on <laughs> gotta get in that mid recap just need a little <laughs> quick break okay this uh this recap <laughs> has been brought to you by dominoes uh, totally this fucking recaps who has some, this whole movie is all about dominoes even when they're like we're gonna put penicillin on your pizza is that okay like yeah as long as it's in a domino's box that's fine dominoes you want weird gross ass cheese on your pizza <laughs> well that's the weird thing dominoes obviously paid for their place in this movie yeah but Not dominoes presented is presented as late to deliveries yeah Got weird cheese on their pizza. Insisting on putting anchovies on your pizza. Insistent upon anchovies, because Michelangelo keeps in... Like, if I see one anchovy on that pizza... And uh, penicillin grows on a pizza. Although well, that is Danny's That's not fault. really their fault, yeah. In fact, it's actually complimentary because it's like, penicillin will grow on yes. our pizza. So, it is food. It is made from ingredients that were grown naturally. <laughs> Where so, uh, oh, so Casey yeah. Jones and Danny decide to save Splinter before uh, the he foot can kill killed. them. Yeah. But then Tatsu comes in, mm. grumpy as ever. So Tatsu beats the shit out of Casey Jones until Casey Jones gets knocked into a box with some sweet ass golf clubs oh, in it. Oh yeah! And then all of a sudden he's a great fighter. Yeah. Against this guy, he's needed a weapon, and he hits him once with a, a nine iron, sends Tatsu flying across the goddamn room. Yeah. Um, and Tatsu is unconscious or dead. Not I don't sure. know. Doesn't matter. Um, we'll see that uh, Casey Jones has a cavalier feeling towards the idea of due process. <laughs> um, uh, so Sam Rockwell. Then mm. he's like, "Let's get him." He's like, "What's weird about this scene is that Sam Rockwell is standing literally a foot away from Casey Jones and goes, "Come on, guys, let's get him." And then everyone stays still. <laughs> They are a bunch of scared teens, and you know, like that's a, yeah, that's, that's probably fair, reasonable but it was a weird, depiction it was sort of, of what I they guess would a do. Weird, uh, weird dialogue. For yeah, that yeah. Come on, guys, let's get him. I got a weird stationary teen. Yeah, yeah. He had a weird torn shirt. Um, and then uh, Sam Rockwell says something about family. Casey Jones poo-poo's the idea that this is yeah. family. Yeah, they save Splinter. Yes. Meanwhile, the Foot Clan has infiltrated the hideout again, but. The turtles were ready for him this, this time. time. Turtles were ready. Some fighting, fighting. Yeah. Uh, then the fight eventually like stretches throughout all the sewer, not just their little lair. Yeah. And then it stretches onto the empty, desolate New York City block <laughs> that they live on. Um, but it doesn't look like a set at all. See, New York is built on a grid pattern. Sure. So it's it's funny on this movie, and it also they're set for the New York street scene. Reminded yeah. me of the Seinfeld streets, yeah. where the street just ends and there's like a building at the end right. of the street. I'm like, I feel like that street would just keep going. Really, yeah. <laughs> goes in a grid pattern. Unless you're at see? the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So the turtles are fighting up uh, the, the the on the street, and then eventually yeah. they make their way on top of the building. the building that they live on. Where Shredder. Ruh-Roh, 
Shredder lands with his little spear. We see Shredder in his little glittery unitard. With That's the, the he's least intimidating being dressed thing. by Melanie Griffith and Working Girl. <laughs> it's very weird. Um, so they fight Shredder one by one. They realize he's really good. He's done his homework. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they decide to they decide to keep fighting him one by one. Yeah. Um, and it keeps going on and on and on. And well, then they re- realize, hey, they know where he must know where Splinter is. And they're like, ah, oh, yes, the rat. He has a name. Or had. he had a name. And no. then weird mouth motions from uh, Leonardo. You lie. <laughs> uh, and then they. Run and fight done. some more, one by one. Shredder never kills anyone. He just keeps no. knocking them left, right, and center. Yeah, and they're fine. They roll back into position and fight him again when it's their turn. Until he it's does called bring around the Shredder. He does trap Leonardo eventually after the fifth, has fourth, a or fifth spear go. to his throat. He's, yeah, he's done with this fighting. Tells them to throw their other weapons over the. They side put the, of the Leonardo scared mask on the uh, model. <laughs> And uh, he's got the teeth. Yeah, he tells them to throw their weapons, and then they do. One of the ninjaku uh, yeah. catches on the fire escape, which yeah. will be important later. Just, it's not just something that the camera just accidentally caught. Chekhov's nunchuck. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually, the rest of the team, Casey Jones and the rest of the crew, Casey Jones, yeah. uh, Splinter, Danny, and then right behind them, all the other foot kids. Mm-hmm. Pre foot, kids. pre foot we soldier foot together. kids. They're behind them. Uh, clearly, they they're at least are either here to just see the action, or they don't know what to do. You know, people just like a good fight. Well, there's a leadership vacuum. They don't know. That's true. On. So, um, Casey Jones looks around. It's getting like ready when the to... Shah of Iran was taken down. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually that's what the um, this whole movie this is a metaphor. Thing is a metaphor for yeah. you know the revolution in Iran in 1979, mm-hmm. 1980. Yes. So Tatsu is I Ayatollah, Raphael, Ka- Ayatollah Khomeini. That, that is correct. And Raphael okay. is, um, well, I would say that a Splinter is Ronald Reagan mm. and Leonardo is Jimmy Carter. Sure. Ineffectual, but really trying. Yeah. <laughs> Leonardo really liked peanuts also. I don't know. Another similarity between and also and yeah that's true a peanut farmer leonardo yes. and mm-hmm. also all the way to reagan's nom- uh, inauguration still negotiating with the iranian mm. government all on the phone in the limo just like jimmy carter yeah little known fact i'm just showing off now let's move on <laughs> so they've been bested they've thrown their nunchucks away and i think basically i couldn't really get it wasn't written exactly well but i think what shredder was saying is aha you threw away your weapons i'm gonna kill leonardo anyway. I mean, well he's saying he told him to throw throw away the weapons seeming like he was just going to capture them or something but now he's saying i'm gonna kill him anyway you're an idiot right because you could have probably you could have won if yeah. you had worked together yeah, but it is weird. It is weird. And then Casey Jones is getting ready to join the fight, and, he, and then he looks over, and Splinter's yeah, gone. Weird. Splinter's right, gone. Splinter's gone, and then he looks over and he sees some uh, foot uh, clansmen yeah. going up the fire escape, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, leftovers!" So he does yeah. the most convoluted thing possible, which is he sees an abandoned garbage truck. Sure, is that what that is? Mm-hmm. He sees an abandoned garbage truck. He hops With in, the keys in it, grabs it. Oh, yeah, the, well, under the visor, like any car. No, ever. they were just in it. Oh. <laughs> Sure. They really were. Uh, so he grabs it, and he I guess he does a three-point turn to get it sidled <laughs> in there, that. Yeah. and just backs into the fire escape, knocking the foot soldiers off. 
Yeah. Probably unimportant. They just wanted to show off. Yeah. They probably had a, like a, a, a you know a paid endorsement from waste management. Right. And they just wanted to show off you know the the turning radius of the garbage trucks. They wanted to show off Elias Coteas's driving skills. Sweet ass. Yeah. <laughs> Three point turns. Um, so he fights off like a couple of other foot soldiers. Then yeah, we cut back to the roof. To the rooftop. And he's about to kill Leonardo. Uh, Strader is about to kill Leonardo. And then right. we hear this weird... Uh, for some reason, every, every time someone jumps onto this building, it goes... Wah! Yes. And there's like a gong sound, which we're going to pretend isn't as racist as it is. And then uh, look over and Splinter's there. He yes. knows who he is. You're Orokosaki. I'm glad you remember these you names. You killed my... Uh, my remember, master, yeah. Don't forget, I'm a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, right, of course. Nerd. Um, and he... Uh, Calls him out, tells him the story about how... Yeah, another flashback, a weird... Actually, no, we skipped over this earlier. Yeah, it happened earlier because he was telling he explains who he to, was. to Sid Vicious back there. Yeah. Um, so, apparently... Splinter's master, yeah, go Amatu ahead. Yoshi, and uh, had this uh, lover who I can't remember her name, but... Uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer. And Orokusaki was his rival, and they, he in also love. was in love with Jennifer. Yeah. And, uh, but she ended up marrying or get to, getting together with Hamato Yoshi, the good guy. And moves and, uh, with him to New York, right? That's what I got. Because yeah. he's wearing overalls in the last scene. Yeah, I think... I think that's, that's how right. Splinter ends up in, in right. Iraq. It must be. What? Iraq. <laughs> what was floating around in your head? <laughs> I was still thinking about the hostage crisis. So, we're still wrong country, though. Well, I mean, if neighbors, you know, nearby. you got to think of the political vacuum that would have occurred in sure. the Middle East. Sure. You know, even, you know. Well, I think... We looked at the time, we would have thought of uh, Saddam Hussein as an ally. He was mm-hmm. a more Western sure. uh, yeah. leader. And we, we propped yeah. him up, yeah. The uh, fine people at New Line Cinema were thinking about all mm-hmm. of that when they... Casey Jones represents Saddam Hussein in this. <laughs> so, they, uh, the two rivals end up... Uh, actually, uh, Orokosaki, because Jennifer won't, <laughs> won't uh, come with him, uh, he kills her. And yeah, which... Did you really love her then, buddy? Well, he's clearly a psychopath. So, well, that's true. So then Hamato Yoshi comes in, and of course he's When he's devastated. not murdering women, he's hanging out with a bunch of teenage boys. It's normal. <laughs> it's fine. They fight, and then Hamato Yoshi is killed, and then Splinter, the, or pre-Splinter, proto-Splinter, the rat. Oh, the rat, yes. He attacks Orokosaki's uh, face yeah. and uh, scratches him really deeply on the, uh, on the cheek, and then Orokosaki... Uh, Slices at the rat and with only, a giant fucking sword. with a giant sword and only gets his ear and you see the splint Beep. the the rat just kind of go ah <laughs> but that's it I guess he just leaves at that point he's like I think see. I made my point we're about even I'd say yeah and uh, so now they both kind of have this rivalry with each other and he recognizes immediately that rivalry not so much a revelry did I say revelry yes rivalry <laughs> rivalry. <laughs> They have a little revelry with each Yay! other. Yay! I'm um, imagining them all doing the peanuts dance. I was moving on to the fact that he recognizes him as the rat. Right. He didn't really yeah. think about, like, how did you get so big? Right, exactly. <laughs> you! I have anyway. a lot of follow-up questions once we end this fight. <laughs> yeah. But the fight is very And he brief. pulls off his mask. Yes. And you, you see the thing. The like, and it's like, oh, yeah, movie, we, we got it. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the fight is very brief because he does. So there is some uh, some weird, like, overdubbing thing where you, I, I was right about the line in that 
you can't really hear right i would say what he the, says. yeah it is weird it's um well do you remember it now they do yeah. he does say the missing word that for you, when you die you it will be it. without honor is what he says but there's some foley art going on over it yeah so over the word b for when you die it will and then it, b and some noise cling, happen cling, at the same cling. time so you can't really hear him say that was the sound of weapons not some racist like you know asian <laughs> Stereotype. So Shredder Sound. charges Orokusaki, charges at Splinter with his big spear and uh Splinter. He has the nunchucks. I love this in movies. He just moves out of the way. And then just like, like that's not covered in any training? Yeah. And he just while well, he wraps the nunchucks around the spear around and the spear, he's holding yeah. Shredder plummets over the edge, but he's holding the spear on one end, and and uh, and Shredder's Shredder bracing himself it. against the the wall of the building and holding onto the spear. Yeah. But then, unwisely, I would say, uh, reaches into his little boot yeah. and pulls out a dagger to throw at Splinter, mm-hmm. who catches the dagger, thus releasing the nunchucks, and uh, Splint uh, Shredder. I do that all the time. Falls into the open back of the garbage the truck. garbage check off the garbage truck and. <laughs> Chekhov's garbage truck. And Casey Jones hits the button and goes, oops. And I'm like, you just... I mean, I know he's the villain, but you just murdered that man. (laughs) After he had... I mean, he's... We we have every right to believe he's been incapacitated by now. Right, yeah. So that guy's... Yeah, Yeah. you see his little helmet get crushed. Yeah. Um, So there's that. Although we know from TMNT 2, Secret of the Ooze. Fist coming up through garbage. Didn't really kill him. So no due process for Shredder on that one. No trial, no apprehension. Although Tatsu (laughs) is probably brought in on charges. Unless he's dead too from a golf club to the face. That will do it. Um, Then Antonin Scalia (laughs) arrives. Because when there's a fight on the streets, you send the chief of police. Sure. Was of, a of a major metropolitan area. Well, Asheville's not that big. <laughs> so they, so Antonin Scalia appears, and he yeah. yells at the kids. He's like, have I ever talked to you about constitutional originality? <laughs> and it's like, no, you haven't. Originalism. Ah! Um, uh, so uh, Sam Rockwell tells him, check out a factory on the East River. Check You'll out get the, your answers there. Check oh. out the East River. Or the Laird. East Warehouse on Lairdman Laird Island. Island. A little Which, nod mm-hmm. to Eastman and Laird, the original creators of the Ninja Turtles. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, and then Anton and Scalia just goes, all right, we're done here. And I'm like, you don't even know if there's anything in you that You want to take them into custody? You want to, like, bring people in for questioning? Arrest anyone? Yeah. Um, and then No is the answer from Scalia. April O'Neil's boss comes... That beg begs him for begs her to come back to her job. She'll he's be gonna, the highest paid field reporter gonna in, pay her, in New York. Going to give her a corner office. But more that. importantly, love my boy, Danny. Oh, that yeah. Oh yeah. Gets reunited with his father. That is pretty. They touching. hug. I get hot eyes again because he's really genuinely. You see that he's been hard on him, but he's really worried about him. Yeah. He was just. He just wanted him to be okay. That's pretty good. That sounded like a. I thought you were getting emotional about the reunion of April O'Neil and Casey Jones, which also happens later. So April O'Neil's checking her makeup in a mirror. She's got to go back on. Because she's about to go back on, on, not in a sexist way. Oh, probably. Um, So she's about to go back on TV to report on the Foot Clan Jimmy Nyama. And Casey Jones is like, "Uh, 
I just look like I called Mike Tyson a sissy, and all you can say is hey. And she goes, why don't you shut up and kiss me? Yeah. And he's like, I like it when you're pushy. And then they make out. Yeah. And the turtles scream from the top. Woo. They're into it. And it's weird. Because one, they were into April the whole time. So it's interesting yeah. that they're suddenly like, you should probably, for genetic reasons, probably be with wouldn't a have human. worked out. We got that, like the penis, the sh- really sharp penis. Yeah. Got the, <laughs> he wouldn't like it. We got a tur- turtle penis, which is complicated. <laughs> um, so, so I guess she's with that sexist asshole now. Yeah. He didn't learn a lesson. Nope. She did. Yeah, just go with it, is the answer. Just fucking stop being a bitch about it, you know? <laughs> uh, then the uh, Ninja Turtles, you know, can say cowabunga at the end because Splinter... They, learn their fi- they finally learn their word. Yeah. And uh, then That's we something get... we should have brought up, that they were trying to find a new word that they can say after they win a fight. Yeah. They finally... Ostentatious? I always like that one. <laughs> uh, Splinter throws out, I always like, I always like cowabunga. And they say cowabunga, and then Splinter says, ha, ha ha I made a funny. Sort of. You just said a word, but... Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not really that funny. I don't really know the origins of cowabunga. Maybe there's yeah. like an inside thing I should They know. were yes-anding him. They were just going... <laughs> it was hilarious. Good, yeah. <laughs> and that so is then, the story. that is the story of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, DJ, what are your thoughts? I don't think it was... Because I was obsessed with this movie. Was it that level of good... No, but it was okay. Actually, Casey Jones was the only... Casey Jones and their mouths were the only things yeah. that really bugged me. Casey Jones is the most 90s... Well, I guess the mouths would fall under 90s, because, well, I yeah. mean, they're doing their best, but... Yeah. And honestly, like, design-wise of the costumes, I actually like this version of the Turtles. And it could just be, you know, nostalgia that this is, like, the original live-action one that I saw. But I think it's cool because they all look a little different. They have, Yeah, like, they all have their own they're look. Not, they don't have the exact same head like, the, right. like you know, the uh, action figures did. Mm-hmm. But, they, um, but they look similar. And they look... I don't know that they look necessarily as much like Turtles, but they do look like, um, I don't know... Turtles, yeah, they they look enough like turtles where you. I mean, get they don't it. have the sharp beak that a yeah. turtle would have. And uh, um, I, you know, the little quips. It's definitely you know more of a kids' movie than not. You know, like, like I mean, yeah, little... I thought the quips were good. I think there was a good ratio of like being silly and and fighting. And yeah. uh, I like their like this movie does like the fun fight scene really well. Right. Where they're like half quipping, half fighting. They've got a couple like you know goofy physical comedy things and then they're saying funny things and it's pretty well and they, actually the fight choreography is decent for the most yeah. part yeah because from what i gather they had actual uh martial artists martial artists yeah. doing the the motions for the characters in yeah. rubber suits um with giant mechanical heads on i don't know <laughs> yeah. if i thought at some point i'm like can they see probably not <laughs> it's hard to do a fight when you can't see the yeah. opponent but uh i assume i've never been in a fight in my life. yeah um yeah i thought it was i thought it was um the mounts were a problem and you could tell that they could tell it was a problem yeah because they would cut a lot or make sure things were in shadow a lot yeah cut in the middle of lines uh so you didn't necessarily see it because you would only see it when someone said a full line on camera yeah. you'd be like what <laughs> yeah. um we don't need you yeah uh, but yeah, I mean, generally I thought it was, um, the, the Casey Jones things does piss me off a lot because yeah. he doesn't ever, I mean, even in those movies where there is that kind of guy, 
he at least at least there'll be like some semblance of like oh i shouldn't call you these names right yeah but there wasn't but he doesn't. there was no gross. she's just like i'm into you now yeah because you gave me because you forced a massage on me well it's like you know you you put on this tough guy act but you're really a good guy i think is the idea behind it but right it's just really shitty yeah like <laughs> Um, sort of not lack of self-respect. I also think that this is one of the few iterations of any of them, including this most recent movie and the cartoons where they actually did feel like teenagers. Yeah. They seemed kind of immature. They made made mistakes. They, they, yeah, yeah, they fucked up a lot in the new one. They're just like the size of houses. Right. And, uh, just weird looking like, I mean, not super bad. I don't think it was as bad as a lot of people made it out to be, but, um, they were very like roided up guys. And I'm like, there's supposed to be teenagers. Right. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I did like that. Uh, I think they do a good job of differentiating between them. I think they did a good job of faux New York. They did a good job of that. Um, however they did that. I mean, part of it was they went to a farmhouse for the big, you know, right. second act for right. that. So that helps a lot. You don't have to pay those expensive fees that New York likes to charge. Um, what else? I liked April O'Neil a lot. Yeah. I thought she was really good. Of all the April O'Neils in film, like they this replaced her in the second one. one. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, she... a more traditionally yeah. like, I don't know what I'm because it's not that Judith Hogue is not attractive, but she's she's sort of like a alternative, like she's very a natural beauty, I guess I would yeah. say. And this, the next one is like a very like she's very made up and yeah, she's very professional m- looking, more model, yeah. So it's yeah, so it's very weird that they change it up all of a sudden. And I think they even get a new. Do they get a new April for the third movie? It, I think it's the second one, same as the second one. And it's funny that Megan Fox is the April in the the new one because they yeah. literally have her bouncing on a trampoline at one point. Yeah. So it's weird that this April O'Neil seems crazily competent. Yeah. And really good at her job. And Megan Fox is just like, I want to be good at my job. Yeah. And that's basically all that we are told about how she's good at her job. Yeah. Um, and also you mentioned uh, credit should be given to this movie for actually having an Asian person play Shredder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I guess I was wrong, though, because I, I misremembered the new movie. There that, is a villain. He, there's a villain, but he's not Shredder. Okay, Shredder I couldn't a, remember if that was like a twist in yeah. it where he turned out to be Shredder no, rather I think than the other guy. Maybe it was. I can't. I don't remember. Well, I guess that gives you the staying power of the most recent Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I was uh, not as like... I was kind of bummed because, you know, Michael Bay inv- was involved and stuff, but it was okay. It was fine. It was fine. But Obviously forgettable, though. Yeah, well. and, and there was actually, the biggest problem I have is, like, this was made in 2014 and still had some of the misogynist undertones where you're like, yeah. come on, guy, come on. Come on, we've learned this lesson. You know what the problems are. Kind of like Jurassic World for Even, me. I was like, yeah. how is the 25-year-old Jurassic Park less sexist than this movie? Even if you just do it to get the feminists off your back... <laughs> That's fine with me. I don't care why you do it, but just like stop doing. Don't shit make like me that. feel bad for watching it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this, uh, I, I, you don't want to give too much leeway because it was 1990. It's not like it was made in 1959 or something. Right. But it's still, it's like okay, you know, uh, it's a very like I think you know uh, Casey Jones is supposed to be like a Bruce Willis kind of like. Right. Like sassy, like, uh, what do you know, broad, you know, kind of right. thing. But it's like, 
it's not as well done. You know what I mean? So you're yeah. going like, ah. I think they did a good job also of making a reasonable villain for this rather than like, we're out to destroy the world. They're like, yeah. we're stealing a bunch of shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a, a localized yeah. thing to start. Worldwide destruction comes later. Is that the idea? Well, once Krang now, gets when involved, does generate? Yeah, when does uh, Dimension X get involved? <laughs> oh, is that man. from the comics? Yes, but I don't know if it was in the comics first or not. Right, I'm not sure. Um, sort of like so, we're in Batman Year One territory where they're just dealing with the Foot Clan before we move on to right. Yeah, you know, later stuff. It gets crazier. Yeah. Um, so, what do you do? You have anything else to say? When we move on to your Verdict, I would say, not an idiot. Yeah, my child wasn't an idiot. He, yeah. If you if you have fond memories of this, I, yeah, go watch it. It's fine. Uh, I wouldn't like... Uh, I wouldn't say you don't have to rush. Yeah, exactly. Take your time. Yeah. But, you know, um, if you are showing this to your kids, if you have kids, I would maybe make a comment about the... How the Casey Jones... Yeah, yeah, how Casey Jones... Don't talks. force it's, massages on women. Um... That's it for me. You got Let's, anything else? What do you think? Uh, I think the only thing I would say is Donatello had the weirdest face. Yes. Or at least yeah. got the weirdest things to do with his face. He had Sipping the, through a straw. At the one point he's sipping through a straw and his, his top lip is just flapping. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, a lot I of think, times he had, he had a Kermit face at one point, you know, when yeah. Kermit becomes chagrined and his, like the his middle mouth of his, folds on itself. Yeah. He got that at one point, which yeah. was weird. Um, they guess, do use their weapons a lot more than I remember. Yeah. But I think they do hold back in the second one. Yeah, I think they probably got some, since they got some uh, actual traction with this movie, more than maybe they thought they were going to. In the second movie, they're like, let's chill out with the... With the stabbings. Yeah. But they didn't really, I mean, even in this one, uh, even though it's, it's, it's a, because it's a comedic violence, I think you just don't even... Although Leonardo does slash out a guy's legs at one point, I'm like, that guy is dead. But he or just has like no legs. he just like trips rolled him. around. It yeah. yeah, I don't. They must like, be I don't dull. think that's how swords work. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I would say my inner child was not an idiot. This, but time. you don't have to run or anything. This, yeah. Is... And it was kind of hard to find. Uh, so maybe wait. Yeah, so till I guess it, wait till it pops have, back you up. You won't be running anyway. I'm sure when it uh, when the next uh, Ninja Turtle sequel comes out, uh, which I believe is next year. Jesus. Um, that it'll pop I mean, it wasn't again. horrible. It just seemed... It was fine. Yeah. If you disagree with us, you want to talk to us, uh, yourinnerchildisanidiot at gmail.com. You can find our website, yourinnerchildisanidiot.tumblr.com. Ah. Eventually, it'll be... Redirect. <laughs> I'm going to redirect. Uh, still working on that. Not a lot of time. Uh, We're at uh, Y-A... Y-I-C-I-A-I yeah. on Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, Damon's at Damon Zanth, X-A-N-T-H. On Twitter, I'm at DJ Phillips. Uh, what are we, Instagram? Yeah, we haven't been doing much with the Instagram. Yeah. I promise to change that. I'm sorry. Yeah, so uh, someday we'll do that. Um, what else we got? We're on Facebook. You can uh, search, search for, for us on there. You can find us on iTunes. Rate and review us if you like what you hear. Uh, that'll help us climb the charts, get more listeners. We can do more shows. All that good yeah. stuff. So uh, sure. thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Kawabanga! I made a funny... Wait, that's too much group... Cookie Monster, then. Anyway.